listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Guys, so we had a fun idea for this episode. Um, So I think it probably came out of me feeling a little guilty, I guess, 20 plus episodes in, um, making Zach do all this work every episode. Um, so as we that mentioned- That was the agreement though. You right. As we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, um, meaning like in probably some of the first episodes, um, we got this idea because based on Zach's nature, he's a very curious guy and he's always- uh, he's always researching things and he's always learning about new things totally unprompted just on his own it's just what he likes to do and then he would often like to tell me all about it so we thought and why don't we capitalize on this levels of interest <laughs> yes, on your end definitely <laughs> but um but so that's where the idea came from um and also with me being in school i'm always learning as well it's just a little a little more directed um you know because i i have certain things i have to learn about and so i do but um but basically what we've decided to do this week is flip the script and uh and zach is gonna give me a topic and see how my researching skills hold up to his Yes, this is my chance to inflict a little bit of payback on all of the uh, various topics that I've been assigned to study. Yep. So. I'm ready. Without further ado. I'm excited. I would like you to teach us about crayons. Crayons? Crayons. Okay. And where they come from and how old they are and all, you know, all the typical things that you tell me to to dig into. You want to know something funny? Crayons is definitely on my list. Really? Yeah, and it may have been suggested by someone. I don't remember. Um, I'll look back and, and well, when I Well, that makes me feel back. better because I was feeling very self-conscious of if that was a, such a stupid suggestion or not. No, it's a great suggestion. Also, don't offend whoever it is who suggested it. <laughs> well, that, that's what I'm saying. Now I feel a lot better. Yeah, no. Um, and I, I thought about making it specifically Crayola crayons because I feel like they... Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say anymore, but yeah. it can be as Crayola specific as you would like sure. or as the research leads you to. But mm-hmm. if that's not a necessary part of the story up to a certain point, you know, don't worry about that. Just crayons. Cool. Sounds good. I love crayons. The English crayon, because I believe crayon is like French for pencil. Oh, oh, wow. It's so, a good thing we clarified yeah. or else I would have come or back. Or else we would have a full French crayon. episode about <laughs> freaking number two pencil. Yeah. No, no, no. Colorful, waxy crayons yeah kindergarten and also toys. find out if crayon is french pencil or if i'm just making a fool of myself I like will. i'm prone to do i will okay all right sounds good are you ready uh-huh. i would draw you now don't a cheat. picture okay. i will paint the picture but color it very with colorful mm-hmm. deal That 30 minutes goes quick, doesn't it? It went very quickly, yes. I was very surprised when the when the timer went off. <laughs> and also I was I wasn't about to like embark on a, a whole new thing, but there was something that I wanted to look up and I was just about to look it up and then I know. the timer went off. It happens every time. Yeah, That's why I usually go over on the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh you know, 
it's it's really cool. It still is amazing how much I learned about crayons in thirty minutes. Yeah, I know. I, That's by why no this means is so great. An expert, but I but I know a lot more than I did. It's really cool. Um, so a few things off the bat. Number one, I still I looked in my in my records and I am pretty sure that someone did suggest cray. I'm I know someone suggested it. I don't know who. So if you're listening, is it on the list? It's on the list, and then okay. whenever someone suggests it, I have a little dash after it, and then the name of the person sure. who suggested it. Crayons has a dash and no name. <laughs> so, and I lo- I like That's tried really to funny. look in our Instagram messages. I looked in my text messages. I I don't know. Maybe someone just said it to me, and I have no way to look that up. But well, um, hopefully, whoever suggested it is still listening. Yeah, on if you whatever are, episode this is, so. <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Please write. Please let us know, and I will credit you because I feel really bad. Um, so, so that was number one. Number two, crayon does mean pencil in French. Um, so, so you okay. were right about that. Uh, so, so I guess let's just get into it. This is so funny. Yeah, I'm I not know. used to being on. Me this neither. Side. I feel like I'm doing nothing. Not to say that you don't do anything, <laughs> but I'm like, give it to me. It's all right. Okay, so let's start with what a crayon is, just in case anyone doesn't know. Um, a crayon is also, you can also call it a wax pastel, which I didn't really know. No. Um, I'll explain Don't do that. why. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do it. You can do it, but you shouldn't. Um, so it's a stick of colored wax or charcoal or chalk or some other material used for writing or drawing. So like crayon can kind of encompass all of that. Oh, so colored um, chalk is a crayon. Yeah, I mean, obviously. By definition. Yeah, here in the United States, um, a crayon means a little wax-colored drawing thing that of kindergartner use. So mm-hmm. that's what it really means here, but but technically it can refer to all these different things. Um, and then also, so do you know what you know what a pastel is? Like in art class, you use pastels. Yeah, they're ever. the ones that are more uh, like rectangular. And yeah, they're and they're kind dry. Of like a crayon. Yeah, yeah, they're exactly. They're kind of chalky. Yeah, so if you have a, a crayon, quote unquote, made with pigment but a dry binder, that's a pastel. Um, and then if you okay. make it with oil and the pigment is an oil pastel. I don't know if you have you ever used oil pastels. I know yeah. I have. I, they, they, yeah, I think I have. They're like very smooth when you yeah, draw with and they're them. just like yeah. oilier. Obviously, I, th- I than think a pastel. I know what you're talking about. And then the same thing, um, a, a grease pencil, or I've heard them called china markers. I know my mom used to use mm-hmm. them. They like can write on glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, colored hardened grease. Um, and then there's also watercolor crayons that are sometimes called water-soluble crayons. But the point is, like, all of these things kind of are in the same family. Um, and they're all just pigment of some kind um, and then some kind of binder. Um, but, they all, but they're all crayons in a way. Got it. Um, but the crayons that we are, are familiar with are made with wax paraffin. Um, so, and I'll get into that later. Okay, but that's the kind you. that we know. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about the history of the crayon. Um, so apparently the French word crayon originally meant chalk pencil, and it dates back to the 16th century, and it derives from the French word cray. I don't know if I'm saying that right. C-R-A-I-E. Cray? C-R-A-I-E. Probably. I think that's how you would say that. Cray? Yeah. I don't know how else you would. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know French. But um but let's go with that. And then at some point and cray means chalk. 
Um, oh, okay. And then at some point, the meaning changed to pencil. So there you go. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the world's a complicated place. Yeah, but the idea of combining wax with pigment goes back thousands of years. This is very, very old. Get out of town. It does. Are you talking about, like, Egypt? I am. Exactly. What? Egypt. Yes. Um, so there's something called encaustic painting. Um, and so this is a technique where you use hot beeswax <laughs> and pigment. Um, basically mix them together so you can bind the pigment to stone. So maybe okay. this is back when painting on stone was like something we did you know uh-huh. more often than we do now at least um and then like you'd use a heat sort so you'd have your hot wax and your pigment and you'd smack that up on the stone and then you'd use <laughs> a heat source to bind it which i'm assuming was like a flame i'm sure it wasn't like a hair dryer so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so then probably would, a torch yeah so then yeah. it would burn it and burn the image into place um Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. I know, right? And that's and it was very common in ancient Greece and Rome, Egypt. And then, um, so, like I said, that, I mean, I'm sure they weren't calling it encaustic painting. Perhaps they were. But that's what we call it. And then um, the indigenous people of the Philippines also, so, like, far away. But they did the same thing. And, and I saw in a few places they were mentioned, so I wanted to mention them. But there it was called Cut Cut. Oh, K-U-T, okay. K-U-T. Um, but yeah, so it's all over the place in the Philippines too. So, um, people were definitely doing this a long time ago. Um, the first time that this kind of waxy, colorful application (laughs) situation was mentioned, as far as we know, was by Pliny the Elder, that Roman poet dude, you know him, right? Yeah, what didn't he do? He I feel did like it a, all. there's a lot of stuff that's credited to him. Yeah. Mm, he probably didn't do any of it. I just he heard just something like a, a the other holder. day, though, that he, uh, I don't remember what it was, but, you know, some sort of chemical process or a, it could have been anything. It could have been like the origin of a word or something, and it was credited to him. Yeah. He was busy. Busy yeah. dude. Um, he lived, he was born in 23 AD. So this is a long time ago that crayons were used. So pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's a lot. That's longer ago than I may have. For thought. sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, but so so that's but that wasn't necessarily a crayon like like we hold in our hand now. That's that waxy applying to the stone type method. Mm-hmm. Um, crayons, as we know them now, are thought to have originated in Europe. And the original crayons were made um, with charcoal and oil, which I guess means they were all just black. Like, yeah. you could only draw black. Yeah, I got, yeah. I, was charcoal just the color or was it that? Yes, charcoal was the pigment. And okay. then oil was the binder that kept it together. So, yeah, it seems like you could mix up some charcoal and oil and it would hold its shape yeah, maybe. Yeah, it would be great. I mean, you could only draw like a zebra but that's it. <laughs> half a zebra <laughs> yeah well if your background was white you could just leave the negative <laughs> yeah that's true but um but so that's where the crayons that we think of today came from um pastel crayons like we mentioned date back to at least 1495 leonardo da vinci used pastels then so we know that that they were around and being used so he gets all this credit for amazing art meanwhile he was drawing with crayons Give me yeah. a break. Yep. Mm-hmm. Overrated. I've been I saying know. it for years, but yeah. go on. <laughs> uh, and then 
so a hybrid of a modern crayon and that traditional pastel called the Conte crayon. Uh-huh. Um, it's fun pronouncing words you've never heard. I know, right? <laughs> right? It's pretty wild. Uh, has been used since the late 1790s in France. So, you know, we're getting much, much closer to today. Yeah, we took about a we did. 1,600-year jump, which yes. I like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Oof, we couldn't, I certainly couldn't have learned everything in between. But it sounds like, you know, they were just, like, throwing stuff on the stone, and they were just cool with that for a while. And then at some point they said, let's make this a little more manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in Jane Austen's book, Pride and Prejudice, which was came out in 1813, she mentions crayons in there, too. Oh, really? Like, yeah. she calls them crayons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And so, you know, now we're getting towards, like, oh, yeah, everybody knows about crayons, and it's a thing that we use. Do you know the context of, of her talking I'm about assuming them? someone was drawing with a crayon. I don't know, though. <laughs> I just wonder, I wonder if it was, like, a little kid. Because now, oh. I mean, I, I know you taught us the definition of a mm-hmm. crayon, and a, a fine artist is using what is technically a crayon. But I, when you hear that word, at least for us, you think of something that a child writes with. I you don't think, think... kindergarten, you know? Right. I, I bet it wasn't necessarily, because that's another thing. Um, I didn't explicitly read that, but it seems like they, as the crayon progressed to the kind of thing we think of as today, it became more child oriented before it was more, it was for artists, but it was Mm -hmm. for, um, yeah, just sketching, drawing. It wasn't just targeted towards kids. Also, if you think about if they, if they were using charcoal for a long time, it's not that entertaining for a kid. Right. Unless that kid loves only zebras. Well, then also I'm thinking, yeah, then they're in love. Then he's fine. Uh, I'm also thinking, I don't know if you came across this at all, and I definitely am not expecting you to have, but like how long pencils have been around. Because I'm thinking in 18 or 1813, whatever year mm-hmm. you said, it, it seems like maybe at that point the options were crayons, even if they were not colored, even if they were just black crayons, mm-hmm. crayons or like an inkwell and an ink pen which is extremely messy and you can see how that would go south real quick for a kid you know so maybe this crayon was uh even though they were used for forever and that was it sounds like at some points maybe even a main source of i don't know drawing writing whatever Mm -hmm. it also just happens to be very convenient because it's probably not that messy compared to ink Yes, that's true. And that's Although, just my speculation. I think pencils were around. But okay. it's just not the same thing, you know? Sometimes you want yeah, a pencil. Totally different. Sometimes yeah. if you're if you're sketching or or, you know, uh even I'm thinking like of architecture so I don't know. You know, like drawing things out. Yeah. Um, maybe you don't necessarily want a pencil. These are these are cooler ways to use. And, and obviously if they were like multicolored at that point the way they are now, that of course is gonna appeal more to a kid than Yes. A, charcoal pencil yes so it seemed this was a little unclear but it kind of seems like it seems like all of a sudden you know the history starts compressing and compressing and we're getting closer and closer to now and then it seems like by the late 1800s um europeans and americans kind of at the same time just were like oh if we use wax instead that's better like it's easier to manage it's cleaner and it's a little more like um handy tool so up to that point they're using grease oil okay mainly oil Mm -hmm. got it okay yeah so um so now we're going to shift to america um to crayola because 
it's Crayola, man, talk about a monopoly. If you look up crayons, every single thing that comes up is Crayola. Like, I don't know if anyone else may. I mean, I know other people make crayons, but. Shout out praying. See, I've never heard of them. I don't even know what you're saying. Um, but no, the, that's like the uh, uh, that's the lower class of crayon, I think. Well, it seems like Crayola was the first cra- modern crayon in the United States, and like I said, I don't think um, I don't necessarily think there were a ton of crayons being made in Europe at that time, or if they were, it was kind of new because, like I said, they only really realized this whole wax situation. Um, by the end of the 1800s. And Crayola started in America in, uh, they were invented in 1902 and started selling them in 1903. Wow, where at? In Peekskill, New York. Oh, cool. By, um, so this is interesting because they are made by this company called Binney and Smith, which are both last names of these guys. There's Edwin Binney and then his, I think it's his cousin, Harold C. Smith. Um, What's the C stand for? Uh, Chester. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally kidding. No, I don't know if it's Chester. I made that up. Okay. Uh, it could be anything. But um, so they owned a company that I think Edwin inherited from his dad or something. And this company made – they weren't a paint company, but they were they were a pigment company perhaps because they okay. made the red color for mm-hmm. barns. Oh, wow. So they made the barns red. And then the other thing that they really did um, that I saw a few times was they – so apparently tires, like car tires, used to be white or neutral. They were just the color of rubber. They were just whatever natural rubber color they were. So they um, made this pigment that made them black that I think – that made them more durable. So perhaps it was a little bit aesthetic to make them black, but also it makes them more durable for some reason. That's weird. I never thought about that – tires are probably dyed or tinted or whatever to be black like that Mm -hmm. so that's what they were doing so you know not um entirely separate from pigments colors yeah they're they're in the area yeah and then also one of the things they did right before they invented crayons was they started making dustless chalk for writing on blackboards Mm -hmm. for school teachers so they were really in the ballpark so yeah that's my point now, the interesting thing is, in several of the sources that I'm looking at, they're like, Edwin and Harold, they invent Crayola. Edwin and Harold, hooray for them. Binion and Smith, Edwin and Harold, it's all their deal. On Crayola's website, they credit Alice, Edwin's wife, as the inventor of Crayola. Really? So I'm going with Alice. In other places... If that's places, on their website, I would I probably... I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tend to believe them. Yeah, I definitely believe them. Um, Alice was a school teacher. Okay. Also, it makes sense. She's like, knows what's up, knows what's needed She's, in the school. She knows what's needed She knows in the what the kids are into. Uh-huh. So, yeah, on Crayola's website, they refer to Edwin as the co-founder and that Alice is the founder. So, whatever. Pretty much everywhere I saw did credit her with coming up with the name Crayola. Okay. Um, and it cut, she coined it from the French word cray. Remember? We talked oh, about I that remember before. Cray. Back to cray, meaning chalk. And Ola from Oleginous. I don't know. It's this <laughs> word that means oily, which is like, let's just say oily. Obviously, we abandoned this word a while ago, but yeah. anyway. Um, she combined those two, Cray, Ola, to make Crayola. It's a fun word. Very cute, Yeah, right? it's a great name. Yes. 
Um, which is funny because they didn't even use oil, but I guess it's better than cray wax. I guess people were just, you know, they were expecting oil in their crayons, so yeah. it was going to be a tough sell if mm-hmm. they didn't think there was any oil. oil what, there wasn't oilaginous oil yeah, enough. Oilaginous? <laughs> I don't know. So, like I said, Crayola crayons are made primarily from paraffin wax and color pigment. Um, so that was the beginning of it, of Crayola, in 1903. Do you know where paraffin wax comes from? Oh, dear. I don't. Okay, because I think that's a byproduct of oil, like of crude oil. That um, makes sense. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm just thinking, were they, did they have much of a use for oil back then? That I guess in, the, er, yeah, in the early 1900s, yeah. they obviously were. Um, but I know you mentioned paraffin wax before. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. That just popped into my head. I don't know. What else do you use it for on, like, your surfboard? <laughs> I don't know if that's paraffin wax, but <laughs> I, I believe either. you use it for, um, for, like, canning. Like, canning, uh, you know, food, fruits oh. and vegetables, like, to seal the jar. Because oh. if, if that's paraffin wax, I don't mm-hmm. know if it is or not. Because when you go to the grocery store and if you were buying the wax I'm thinking of that you would use for canning... It's made by Gulf, like G-U-L-F, like Gulf oil. Oh. The same oil that you can stop at a Gulf gas station on the shelf in the grocery store. It's Gulf wax because that's, that's so a weird. byproduct from making. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Oil. Where else were you going to get wax from? It probably could come. I don't from know. The same I mean, bees place. obviously, but outside right. of that, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but they get it somehow. They get their hands on all that paraffin, uh-huh. and uh, so now I'm going to tell you how the crayons are made. Please do. I found this on HowStuffWorks.com. Oh, perfect. They had a really nice um, explanation of the whole thing. So basically, crayons are only made from two ingredients, which is pretty cool: pigment, wherever they get the color, uh-huh. which obviously will vary. But yeah. It's just like pigment and paraffin wax. And they store and mix those two things up in heated 17,000-gallon tanks. Oh, I thought you were about to say 17,000 degrees. I was no, like, oh, my that's God. That's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't need to be that hot. No, because um, the mixture is heated until it melts into a liquid. But crayons, and I guess crayon slash paraffin wax, melts at 105 degrees Fahrenheit. So it doesn't need to be all that hot. No, not at um, all. Which is 40 degrees Celsius. Thank you. For our Canadian listeners. And <laughs> also then, every other listener and, yeah, outside truly, of the truly, every listener. So the mixture, but they, they heat it up to 190 degrees, I guess, to just get it nice and thin, bubbly. I don't know. Overachievers. But yeah. <laughs> so they have this gigantic tank, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's really, really hot. And then they pour it into a preheated mold, I guess, to keep it from solidifying immediately. Okay. Um, full of hundreds of crayon-shaped holes is what it says. Oh, which sounds cool. very cute. So it's like a muffin tin, but there's yeah, hundreds but of the muffins are crayons. crayon mm-hmm. deep holes. Yeah. Yeah. So they pour it into there, and then um, they use cool water. Perhaps they – I didn't see this, but like – I would imagine they submerge the... Dunk it in there, yeah. yeah. they dunk it in there. The water is like 55 degrees Fahrenheit, 13 degrees Celsius, <laughs> to cool it. And the crayon is done in three to nine minutes. Whoa, that's quick. Isn't that pretty quick? They must make so many. They do. I can't <laughs> wait to tell you how many. A single mold makes... 1200 crayons at a time wow their muffin tin has 1200 crayon holes yeah in it. well if you think about it crayons are like super tiny and skinny so i guess yeah i yeah. guess like that would be 
that probably wouldn't be much big. bigger than this table. Yeah. It'd probably be half this table. Yeah. Look at the table, guys. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, and they and it weighs about, so I guess 1,200 crayons weigh about 40 pounds. That's um, nothing. Yeah. It's not that bad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I could pick up so many crayons. <laughs> now you know how many crayons you can lift. Everyone, do the math. How much weight can you lift times, no, divided by 40 that no i don't know never mind i take it back uh <laughs> um and then the it said the operator whoever he is the guy making the crayons I or guess. she oh my gosh you're right um uses hydraulic pressure to eject the crayons from the mold Dang. which is hilarious to me but i guess how are you going to get them out that's tough if it's tough to get a muffin out of a muffin tin, which it is sometimes, it would be really tough to get a crayons out of this. So Yeah, and you can't put a butter knife in there and try to no, ease it out. No, <laughs> you can't. Also, now when there's 1,200, it would take you a full day. Yeah, I wonder. I would like to see how that works. I was just thinking, there's got to be an episode of uh, how it's made about crayons. Yeah, that, I was thinking about that there's when I was reading one. this too. So then after they're, they ejected out of the mold... Um, they're manually quality Then they have to go checked. pick them all up because I'm picturing <laughs> them like, just Aw. flying all over the room. <laughs> um, so they, by hand, check them all for imperfections. And they look for any broken tips, which I think is really sweet. They don't all want of the them? Kid. They check them all? They check them all. Yeah. Wow, that seems excessive. I know. But the excess wax from the mold, so any extra wax from the mold and any rejected crayons, just go right back in the vat and are recycled and remelted. Isn't that cool? That so is cool. No yeah, because I guess it doesn't matter. Well, if you're making the same ba- a, sa- a batch of the same color, of right. course it can go in there. But even, I don't know, throwing a handful of busted crayons that are blue crayons into a batch that's yellow, it's like that probably wouldn't throw it off that bad if you're making yes, thousands and thousands at a time. You can't put blue in a yellow. Come on, just save it for when you're making blue again. I am not concerned with Crayola's quality control. I, I would be fired immediately. I'm very concerned. And so then, so now it comes time for the label. You know how there's a that paper yeah. label on all of the crayons. This is very hard to explain. Basically, they just have a machine that kind of funnels all the crayons down. And like, so part of it gets the crayon and part of it has the wrapper. And then the machine just wraps it up and it wraps them all twice um, to give them some stability. Twice? Like, oh, like it, like the like the, wraps around. The twice. label's twice as yes. big as it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, I see. yeah, exactly. And then this I thought was really sweet. They use a non-toxic cornstarch and water mixture for the like as the glue to hold the label together. Yeah. Um, because everything in the crayon is okay if you eat it because they know that little kids might eat it. Yeah, Isn't that so sweet? That is sweet. It'd be pretty jacked up if they were using that's a true. toxic glue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. Um, so, and also, the label design has apparently stayed the same since 1943. Oh, that's really crazy. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then before they had these fancy machines that I had a hard time explaining. Um, oh, I thought you did great. Oh, thank you. Farmers used to... <laughs> This is such a weird anecdote, but farmers used to hand wrap crayons in the winter months to supplement their income. Wow. Yeah. That's now, really interesting. Poor farmers, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Starving, um, freezing, <laughs> yeah. In the winter. Apparently, Crayola crayons are made in 11 different languages on the crayon. That's and it? Oh, I'm surprised it's not like. Yeah, 50. I know. I don't know. 11 languages. And then also only 18 different color labels. 
I guess some of the col- so the crayons will vary in color more, but there's only eighteen oh, different okay, color okay, labels, yeah, yeah, which kind of makes sense. If I, you c- think I think back, I can picture that. Yeah. yeah. So Crayola's box of sixty-four brilliant colors. You know the one we think of. Yeah. The big one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was first produced in nineteen fifty-eight, and it continues to be a top seller today. What's one of those costs? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. I had not looked into it. I have not bought crayons for maybe ever in my life if not that i think about <laughs> it i think they're, they're pretty great. cheap though like I, yeah you i don't know, think like, they're expensive they sell them at the grocery store at least like the i don't know if it's 10 but like the classic pack that's like the size of a deck of cards i mean that can't be more than like three dollars right yeah probably a small box yeah would be around that that 64 one i wouldn't be surprised if it were 10 plus dollars or something that makes sense also i have no idea I hope it's like $10. I hope it's not $25 or something ridiculous. Well, considering that they double wrap every crayon and hand inspect every single one, it should be like $45. (laughs) But the first box of crayons ever made back in 1903 Mm -hmm. was eight colors and it cost a nickel. Whoa. Mm -hmm. So. Are they the same color, the same eight colors that they, if they they still sell an eight pack? I wonder I don't if it's know. the same ones. That's not a lot of crayons. Because have you colors changed since 1903? <laughs> they have changed. <laughs> because over the years, as the company has gotten bigger, it's introduced more than 400 colors. Whoa, 400? Yes. When that includes um, metallic crayons, crayons with glitter in them. Um, so, so lots of variations. Yes, but lots still, of variations. 400, that is, that's insane. It's a lot. They have crayons that... Um, <laughs> I wrote down smell like flavors. <laughs> I guess they just smell <laughs> like something. Um, crayons that wash out of clothing and even egg-shaped crayons. Um, oh, good. <laughs> very important to have egg-shaped crayons. Yeah, so that, that's pretty much what I got. Do you have any questions yet before the fun facts? Uh, no, I feel like anything that's popped up along the way I've asked and you have answered. Um, this is great though. Man, I love sitting right? on this side of the microphone. I know, it's a lot easier. I thought this was really fun. I feel like it would, and also kind of like you've said in the past, um, some topics feel a little more doable in 30 minutes and this felt like a good 30 minute win i thought it would yeah mm-hmm. that's good and obviously if you're an art historian there's way more to delve into yeah. in terms of the history of using wax and pigment and how we really got here and that whole bit that i just <laughs> jumped over and glossed over i'm sure there's a ton in there but let's be but... honest who really cares about that part yeah, no we all want to hear how many crayons crayola <laughs> cranks out every year exactly but um but i feel like yeah i just know a lot more about crayons than i did before and crayons are a cool thing to know about because you encounter them every yeah. once in a while do we have crayons i don't I, think we, we do. do actually i was just thinking about it i'm pretty sure i do have a box of crayons in there Ooh, i'm gonna color today yeah right it'll be fun all right, are you ready for the fun facts? Oh, I can't wait. This, I have is my, some... this is my first round of hearing fun facts ever. These are really great fun facts, too. Uh, to be fair, a lot of the websites that I looked at, they ended with fun facts because I really? guess there's just like fun facts about crayons. And yeah. so everyone was on board, so it made my life really easy. So do you want to know how many crayons? All of these fun facts, no, not all of them. A lot of them are Crayola-focused. How many crayons crayola makes every year you want to know can i guess 
You might ruin it, but fine. Guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't want to ruin it. You just tell me. Okay. They make over three billion. Whoa. That's a lot. I would right? not have guessed that many. That's like almost one crayon for every couple on earth. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a lot of Yeah, crayons. that is a ton. It's a good amount of crayons. And their injection molding allows them to make... Now, this is a very wide Wait, range. $3 billion a year. A year, yeah. Holy moly. It just, it just hit you. Just hit me. So their injection molding that I explained allows them to make 2.4 to 6.4 million crayons in a day. Whoa. So I guess depending on their demand or desire, because that's a pretty big range. Well, four the million math. dollar, if, if, four million crayon range. If but, they are doing, say, four million a day. Okay, sure. How many? That's not even close to a billion a year. I have no idea. Yeah, I wonder. Well, then they better be working harder. Well, but this, but 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 I don't know. I don't know. Am I right though? Four. If you if I you have four million right. a day times. Let's pretend they don't take weekends. Okay. No, that'd be over a billion. Yeah, that would be that'd be like almost two billion a year. Yes, you're right. You have to turn the almost phone sideways to see all those yeah, numbers. Yeah, that's so weird. Okay, yeah, not quite almost, but over a billion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, it all adds up. It all adds up. Well done. So glad. Thank you. Okay, some more fun facts. Please. Next fun fact. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> fact. So, a national poll in 1993, you can guess this, uh, there are two crayon colors that are the most popular. They're very basic, but what do you think are the most popular crayon colors? Uh, blue mm-hmm. and red. Yes, you know. Nice. You're an avid crayon well, user. Well, you gave me a pretty good hint with them being extremely basic. But they could have been green or yellow. Yeah, that's true. But you knew. I'm tuned in. Mm-hmm. It's because everyone's drawing skies, oceans. Blood. And blood. All the kids are drawing blood. Perfect. After the smell of coffee and peanut butter, the smell of crayons is the third most recognizable scent. Really? Yeah. Also, peanut butter. Dang. Yeah, but that's I a guess weird peanut one. butter is very... Coffee, that seems yeah, like a Yeah, coffee no-brainer. makes sense. But what, what can you think of that would be more so recognizable? Like farts? Oh. <laughs> no one wants to own up to that one. <laughs> no, uh... I don't know. I, crayons would not pop into my head, though. But it is very recognizable. If you I would say gasoline. It. That's very recognizable. That might be crossing a line, though, because that's just like straight up yeah. chemical hitting your face. But also, maybe not. Maybe gasoline isn't super recognizable to everyone. Yeah, you I don't know. You work with cars every once in a while, so maybe you notice it. Hey, I, I, you read the fun facts. True. Far be it for me to second guess them. Yes, this Crayons, is the truth. third most recognizable smell in the world. Yes, that's, believe me. That's crazy. Okay, last fun fact. On average, a child, I'm assuming this is an American child, uses 730 crayons by their 10th birthday. How they found that out, I have no idea, but it sounds fun. I read it on the internet, and I said it. In the maternity ward, like, ma'am, first of all, congratulations. Second, would you like to be in a 10-year study simply counting the crayons that your child uses? Yeah, that's crazy. What was it, 700? 730. Wow. That's a lot of crayons. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then the last thing I was going to end with 
is a quote that I saw. What? We, we don't do quotes on this show. I do quotes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought this was a sweet quote that I saw in, um, in during my research. I love and it. I, and it even has a, it's attributed to someone. Who this person is, I don't know, but I have his full name, so I feel good about saying it. His name cool. is Alan Klein, and the quote is this. Your attitude is like a box of crayons that color your world. Constantly color your picture gray, and your picture will always be bleak. Try adding some bright colors to the picture by including humor, and your picture begins to lighten up. That's great. I thought that was cute to Alan think of your, your attitude as a box of colors, and th- or a box of crayons, and think about what color crayons do I want to keep in my box because that's how my world is going to be colored yeah and also reminding you that you have a choice as to which crayon yeah. that you put to the paper mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. very cool yeah that was great thanks i loved it it was fun it really was a lot of fun doing the research i was surprised at how quickly it went but it was great this is so cool now we have uh we have each other's experience yeah i can't wait till the next time i get to go to a party and I can tell people all about crayons. <laughs> they're going to love it. They're going to eat it Hopefully there up. are lots of children there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to crash some 10-year-old birthday parties. Yeah. Be like, guys, we have so much in common. <laughs> oh, good job. This Thank was you. awesome. Thank you. It was fun. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.